Hey everybody, welcome to Lockdown Brewers. Well, the Brewers uh, offense laid an egg, just three hits on Sunday and some discouraging news on Brandon Woodruff. But I think the offense is more of a concern these days going forward. Uh, who's going to provide a spark in this offense? We'll talk about that and a few other things when we get back after this here on Lockdown Brewers. You are Locked On Brewers, your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chuck Freeman. Great to have you along. I work for WIBA Radio in Madison, AM 1310. I'm the morning sports anchor. been covering the Brewers for over 40 years for AP Radio as well. A lot of you heard me on uh, various stations doing sports talk in the Milwaukee area, Green Bay and all that. Uh, great to talk Brewer baseball with you. I was at the game this afternoon sitting in the 300 section, my favorite place. And uh, I was in and out of there, man. It was a quick game, just like about two hours and 20 minutes. And the Brewers fell. We're going to talk about that. The the dwindling offense uh, just could not get anything going. Bad news. Big, big bad news regarding Brandon Woodruff. We're going to get to that. Uh, also in one of our segments today, and uh, a trip to the ballpark on a rainy afternoon in Milwaukee. All right, good to have you along. Uh, my name is Chuck Freeman, F-R-E-I-M-U-N-D. Follow me on Twitter. It's Chuck, F-R-E-I-M-U-N-D. Always drop me comments. We talk about those comments. We read your tweets during the show as well. Follow us on the YouTube page. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the little bell there, and that's going to alert you to every episode that we drop here on Lockdown Brewers. Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day, and the Brewers will have a day off on Monday, get back in action Tuesday for first of three in Colorado, taking on the Rockies, the, the Brewers and Rockies at 740. A little bit later start back out in the, uh, well, not the West Coast, but the Mountain Time Zone, 740 to start on Tuesday night. Catch every pitch of Brewers hometown broadcast, Sirius XM, on the SXM app, search Brewers. Thank you, all you everydayers out there who follow us and make Lockdown Brewers the number one brewer podcast on the internet. Okay. Uh, Colin Ray pitched great, I thought. Five innings, nine strikeouts. That is a tremendous performance out of Colin Ray. Uh, no problem with what he did. Any of the relievers gave up two home run balls, but the offense had just three hits on Sunday. That was a pathetic performance. Uh, had a base running error in this game. Uh, Shohei Tani hit a home run, one of the home runs. Nearly hit the roof at Amfam Field on Sunday. Nearly hit the roof. That thing was a mile high and took forever to get out. Mike Trout, three strikeouts after hitting the two home runs on Saturday night. Struck out three times. But the Brewers, they were 0 for 12 with runners on base. They had two leadoff doubles in this game. Neither one came around the score, including one late in the game. Joey Weimer doubles. And then with nobody out, Gromball had the short. It's caught down in a rundown. Rookie mistake. That's a, this is a baseball mistake. Okay. But the, you need three runs anyway. Your run doesn't mean anything. They would have got the, uh, and it turns out the out didn't matter. But as far as baseball fundamentals, Poor judgment on his part, trying to go from second to third in any stage of the game. Because, again, you need three runs to tie this thing up. And 
the Brewers went quietly after that anyway. As I mentioned, 0 for 12 with runners on scoring position. Juan Suarez was the pitcher who gave him five home runs in his previous start. Hadn't really been good in any of his starts, but the Brewers made him uh, look like Frank Tanana today. Uh, a left-hander who just did the Brewers in uh, was just, you know, best start of the year for him. And he was a guy who was out there trying to save his spot in the starting rotation with the Angels, and he probably did it thanks to the feeble Brewer offense. Uh, not much to speak of offensively at all. Um, and, I, and I'm going up and down that Brewer lineup. We're going to get to the box score coming up here in a little bit. But that box score, and you look at that lineup, and you're like, where are the Brewers going to score some runs? How are they going to contend for the NL Central with this type of offense? They strike out a lot. Luke Voigt. I was reading this in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel just before coming on here. They had a note in there. Voigt is one for 24 with 14 strikeouts against left-handers. That's just it's insurmountable. Uh, 33,000. 33,000 saw about a two-hour and 20-minute game that went nowhere fast. Uh, you know, 33,000. Again, baseball's greatest fans. 33,000 come out uh, to see the Milwaukee Brewers who've really done nothing championship wise in their franchise. You look down in Chicago and the 38 degree temperatures down there. And they just like a handful of people. Of course, the white Sox had lost 10 in a row, I believe until that point or something like that. But uh, the Brewers great crowd today just couldn't deliver like to be able to deliver between a big for a big crowd and reward again, the greatest baseball fans as Bob Uecker says in the silly, silly experience. Uh, every time I go up there on a Sunday and watch that, and they are. We are the best fans in America. Lockdown Brewers, brought to you by BetterHelp. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing. Therapy is always about, always about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want and we react the way we do until we talk things through. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who could take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists anytime with no additional charges. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MLB today. 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LockedOn. And again, 10% off your first month. I've told you about Built Bar and how good they are, and especially for you, those of you out there who want to get into working out again or, you know, the spring is coming here. We like to think it's coming. Want to go for a little jog, a little workout, a little protein in you. Built Bar is perfect for you because it's not really high in calories, 130 calories, four grams of salt, uh, four grams of sugar, a whopping 17 grams of protein. Unbelievable flavors, the churro, the peanut butter brownie, cookies and cream, uh, 100% dark chocolate. That's right, real chocolate, dark chocolate. And that's what really makes these Built Bars so good. I don't know how they do it, but man, these you've tried energy bars before, and some of those out there are just bad. This one isn't, because this one's got flavor, it's got taste, and it's also good for you. Only 130 calories as well. You don't need, you don't need to wait to get a box. You can go to built.com and get yourself a box, sure. But built.com isn't the only place where you can get the built bar. Go to your local Walmart, go to Sam's Club, while you can still get your specialty flavors at built bar, uh, built.com, built.com. You could also get them at those two places, Sam's Club 
and Walmart. So head to your nearest Walmart today, walk to the pharmacy section, grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four box, a bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, the, the coconut puff. If you're close to a Sam's Club, you could run and get a 13 bar box of all the hit flavors as well. That's Built Bar also on the internet. You can order it at Built.com. All right, let's talk more about this. I need a drink. Drink a Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. Oh. Yeah. Got drenched walking through the shuttle today and after the game, waiting for the shuttle before getting to one of those bars on Blue Mountain Road afterwards. And, uh, yeah, God, that game went fast. And, it's, of course, it's because of this this pitch count that's up there, this pitch clock, you know, all the clocks that are up there everywhere at AmFam Field where a 3 nothing game can go very, very quickly. And that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. And the Brewers, um, you know, offensively, just were very bad offensively. And there was no Christian Yelich in the lineup. Although late in the game, I know we're trying to do the righty-lefty thing, but late in the game, uh, man on second base, top of the order was up. And I would have loved to see Yelich get a crack at the pitch. Actually, the bottom of the order was up. Um, Perkins was up. After Weimer had let off with a double in the eighth thing, I would have liked to have seen Blake Perkins pinch it for by Christian Yelich. I know we're down on Yelich, but even though it was lefty against lefty there, I would have liked to take my chance with Yelich coming off the bench there and getting a base. You know, we're running Blake Perkins out there. God bless him. But he's not carrying us to the promised land. He's not carrying us to the division title. This guy's making everyday starts. I know there's injuries and all that, but Blake Perkins playing 80% of the games isn't good for the Milwaukee Brewers. Mike Brasso, too, playing 80% of the games isn't going to win us a championship. Now, I know we hit that home run in the playoffs for Tampa a few years ago, and I like Brasso on this roster. Just like don't like seeing him every day in the everyday lineup. Uh, today, 0 for 4, 2Ks, batting in the leadoff spot. Other two days of the series, uh, he was in the cleanup spot. Mike Brasso is not a cleanup hitter, and a guy you want to use sparingly, but they use him because of injuries. They're using him a lot. Willie Adamas went over three and a, a strikeout today. William Contreras went over three and a strikeout. A lot of strikeouts for the Brewers today. Uh, Ryan Anderson, one for four and three Ks. Uh, Rowdy Telez went one for four. Luke Voigt went uh, 0 for 2. Owen Miller went 0 for 2. Joey Weimer, 1 for 3. And Blake Perkins, 0 for 3. Anderson and Weimer had the leadoff singles and um, no RBIs. Weimer cost himself uh, by, again, trying to advance the third on a ground ball at a shortstop. I, I, I don't get that at all. On uh, the pitching lines today. Pitching? Colin Ray, five innings, three hits, nine strikeouts. Colin Ray... Callan Ray gives you nine strikeouts, a, a career high, and five innings pitch. Could do nothing with it, the Brewers. Jake Cousins, about as good as I've seen Jake work. Inning and a third, one walk. And then Hobie Milliner came in. He wasn't good. A third of an inning, two hits, a run earned. Not good at all. Piamps, a third of an inning. And then um, Tyson Miller. 
I believe that's his Brewers debut. Yeah, two innings pitch and uh, one strikeout. So he was kind of mopping up there. And what seemed to be an insurmountable 3 nothing deficit. And that's the way it stood for the Brewers today. Very quiet. Yeah, I'd like to see Yelich get a little shot there at the end. But um, was disappointed. Um, the bad news with Brandon Woodruff. Out until late June. Okay. Says his shoulder's getting better. But they're going to have to stretch him out and make him a starter once again once he does get healed. And this whole process is going to take two months. So not only are the Brewers just trying to piece things together offensively, but in the pitching rotation, they're trying to get by. And we're counting the days until Adrian Hauser rejoins the rejoins the rotation. The guy who's better suited probably for the bullpen, maybe in the seventh inning role. But Brandon Woodruff, God, I did not want to hear that news today. I mean, they're already down Ashby. And to hear that Brandon Woodruff isn't going to be around until the very earliest, the end of June. That's some bad news right there. That is uh, that is some bad news. You know, Colin Ray, I was, I was telling you about the performance by Colin Ray today. I saw a Colin Ray jersey. Kid wearing, guy, younger younger man, wearing a Colin Ray jersey at one of the bars on Blue Mode after the game. I thought that was cool. Ray, number 48. Not Mike Caldwell, number 48. Colin Ray, number 48. Also saw a Rowdy Telez lookalike. A guy was coming down the hill towards AmFam, you know, a hill that, you know, leads into the ballpark. There's a few of them, but the one where you take, uh, you know, when the shuttles come down, the drop-offs, guy had the con- the guy had the Rowdy Telez beard, Rowdy Telez bald head, the Rowdy Telez jersey, and even was carrying a left-handed glove. I did a double take. No kidding. Rowdy Telez look like it must have been Rowdy Telez look like they or he was trying to win some contest. Went to the Sealy Experience, of course, you know, as I do on every Sunday, and uh, you know, not a dry eye. I was until you know, I would dry until they came to 1995 and Sealy and you know the government eventually pushing that through for the new stadium. Well, the new stadium at the time, Miller Park at the time. Um, yeah, that was that. Mike Shannon passed away, the former Cardinal broadcaster, 50 years in the Cardinal booth, 83 years old. Um, met him a few times when he was at Ampham Field in Miller Park before that. Longtime voice of the Cardinal, former Cardinal player as well, passed away at the age of 83. Brewers also made a move. Uh, Trevor McGill. Uh, he was DFA'd by the Minnesota Twins and 6'8", big guy. Brewers are looking for some arms these days. So they pick guys like this up trying to hopefully they can, and this has been the story of the Milwaukee Brewers, their history, hoping to get him right. They see big guy, 6'8", guy who could throw, pitched with the Cubs last year, again was DFA'd by the Twins. So the Brewers picked him up, shipped him right to AAA, Nashville. So uh, that was the move the Brewers made today. Other than that, quiet night in offense, but this offense has got to, it's got to be able to do a few things. And when I read that box score, I don't, I mean, this uh, running Mike Brasso, 
and his 224 lineup. I love him as a utility guy and playing maybe a couple of times a week. But today he gave a few guys off. Bryce Terang got the day off. And Christian Yelich got the day off against the left-handers. So Brewers do, do, take, do take two of, of three. But, man, just like last week, they won the first. They won a Friday, Saturday against Boston. They want to come back and win. Oh, they lost. No, I'm, I take that back. No, they dropped two or three of Boston. You won the first two games against the Angels, and you wanted to sweep these guys, and you couldn't get the job done. Disappointing. And, uh, yeah, you would have liked to have gotten the job done against these guys because you, you win three straight, you go to the off day, and you go into Colorado Tuesday. One of the worst teams in baseball, the Rockies. So, but you're going there hoping you can at least take two of three. The Brewers again play the Rockies. 640 coming up on Tuesday night. I catch every pitch of Brewers hometown broadcast, Sirius XM on the SXM app and search Brewers. My name is Chuck Freeman. Good to have you along on Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your first listen to every day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for the follows on Twitter. Chuck Freeman, F-R-E-I-M-U-N-D. Follow us on, on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button. Also, the like button there is going to alert you to every time we drop an episode. And follow us on, on the podcast, wherever it's Google or where it's uh, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. On Twitter, I list every place you can get it. Uh, the, and there's other places too, but I list some of the main places when I drop the episode each night. And uh, you can just go there. And of course, you know, if you found me on the audio version on the podcast today, you already know where to find me. So you're all good. But appreciate all you everydayers, those of you out there who listen to us every day. All right, let's get to some of the tweets. Some of the tweets. And here we go. Hey, Chuck, don't jinx. Uh, the G Man says, Hey, Chuck, don't jinx. Don't jinx the crew like you did the Bucks. LOL. And of course, you know, I. When the Bucks were last Monday night, when we were up by 15 against Miami, I said the Heat were D O N E. Well, the Heat ended up coming back and winning that series, and they're already up one up and nothing on the Knicks. But um, G Man, wish I had that much power to jinx or unjinx the team, but hard to jinx the team that only had three hits. Uh, let's see. Beer Cheese. Benny then wrote, oh, he says, uh, oh, Chuck, you're not very good on Sunday afternoon games. And I wrote him back saying, yeah, well, I went to that first Sunday afternoon game earlier this year against the Cardinals on Easter Sunday, and they won, so I'm one and two on Sundays. He says, ah, I was unaware of you being at that one. Only recently started listening to Lockdown Brewers. Beer cheese bunny, Benny, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks for following and listening to Lockdown Brewers. All right. Um, Brock at SB says, Sunday games are always a snooze. Seems like a weak lineup. Low motivation after the series win. Hopefully, you slammed about eight beers player. I had one after the game. Just one. Then I went to Greendale, my hometown. Had a pizza, uh, one of the establishments in the village there. And then called it a day. Uh, some comments I put out there during the game. Weimer, what are you doing? Trying to advance the third base trying to advance the third base with nobody out on a ground ball to the shortstop. Brian Logan says, right. It writes embarrassing. Uh, let's see. Yeah, some of you were not happy about that. Uh, Brock says he had a dinner date. 
Jason Keffer. Chuck Freeman, I see the legend is in the house of the Brewer game. Yep, I made every Sunday afternoon game so far, sitting in that old 300 section. Uh, Brian writes, for Monday's show, can you shed any light on Woody's progress or an ETA and how Hauser is going to fit in to the mix uh, with his four rehab starts? Uh, Hauser's not going to be in the rotation in Colorado. Maybe the following weekend against San Francisco, okay? He's, I think he's done with rehab starts by now. He's made four of them. And as for Woody, I gave you the progress earlier here in the podcast. If you're just joining us, um, he is going to be out to late June. Uh, discouraging, encouraging that he's getting better, but discouraging that we're going to miss one of the fortresses of this team, one of the big arms in baseball. Brand, they're really going to miss him. I mean, they're just, again, the Brewers are trying to band-aid this together with guys you just hope and pray to get some outs. Colin Ray, nine strikeouts on Sunday over five innings. God bless him for doing that. I'm mean, where would we be without if he was going out there and getting shellacked every game? Where would the Brewers be? He's keeping the team in the games. He is five innings, three hits, and nine Ks from Colin Ray. Who heard of Colin Ray before the season started? Well, I know some of you, you know, we thought you know he was in the triple A, but let's face it. He was not counted on this year. Uh, couldn't agree with you more. Any bar in the state of Wisconsin should have the Brewer game. On. Oh, that's a response from the other day when I said, hey, every bar in the state of Wisconsin should have the Brewer on Friday night. The place I did go to have a game, but I mean, there's been times I've walked into a bar and no game. All right, the Brewers open up a series in Colorado. Here's how the rotation will go. Peralta, Lauer, and Miley. Lauer hasn't been that good. Wasn't that good in his last start. Peralta, three quality starts in a row for Freddie. He goes Tuesday, Lauer Wednesday. Afternoon game Thursday, Wade Miley, who through five starts has got an ERA of under two. Friday, Saturday, Sunday in San Francisco. Giants are right around the 500 mark. And... I haven't seen the rotation. I don't, maybe Hauser's in there next weekend, but this is where we are with the Brewers trying to get Adrian Hauser into this rotation and contributing uh, because they need him. They need him badly. All right. This show is brought to you in part by eBay Motors for a championship team. It's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure to fit that every part you need fits just right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know that the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win with the right parts guaranteed. Get the right parts, get the right pit, uh, get the right prices, all that on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay's guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay Motors. All right, everybody. I'm going to put a wraps on this game. Um, a 3 nothing loss to the Angels of Anaheim. A so-so team that's not going to the postseason. 
amazing how the Angels can have two of the best players in baseball, and they're going nowhere. And uh, both Shohei, Shohei and Trout went deep in this series. Shohei on Sunday, and then Trout hit the two home runs. And Trout looked terrible. Uh, Ray had his number, struck him out twice, and then um, three strikeouts. It all Miller got him later in the game. But, boy, you would have guessed those guys could have had a field day at AmFam Field this weekend. But, really, Trout went off on Saturday, and then Shohei had three hits on Friday night. Is it Friday night? Yeah, Friday night it was. Yeah, Friday or Saturday. I'm getting those games mixed. One of the nights he had three hits. But you know, the Brewers leave town, uh, now headed to this ro- West Coast road trip, Colorado and San Francisco, when their last road trip was out on the West Coast. So we're going to be here after Tuesday night's late game. Thank you for staying up late with us, as always, and watching Lockdown Brewers, listening to us on the podcast. Um, Got to hang it in there. Yeah, this lineup, I'm not – this is not a real good lineup the Brewers are are sending out there. You know, I mean, they're, 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 they're patching things together, but they have no choice. Garrett Mitchell is a big loss as the everyday center fielder in this lineup. And they're going to get Tyrone Taylor eventually back. Getting closer by the day, and they could use him. He had 17 homers last year. They could really use his bat, okay, because there's a few guys on this roster who should not be playing every day on a championship-level team. and we are trying to win this championship and the National League Central for these guys. We are. And running a couple of these guys out there like the Brewers are doing each and every day, that's not going to do it. That's not going to win. They're going to patch it together. And I believe Council's been, you know, it's not his fault. He's been trying to patch this thing together all season long. Pitching, injuries, guys who are not preferred starters getting starts. Mike Brussel batting in the cleanup spot. Let's come back, get a day off, and Tuesday in Colorado, hopefully get fat a little bit on the Rockies. Maybe even sweep that series, but hey, in baseball, you'll take at least two or three. So long, everybody. I'm Chuck Freeman. Thanks for listening to us and watching us on Lockdown Brewers, on the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day.